We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. (laughs) Good morning, good morning. Tuesday morning. Last day of the month. American women. Shout out to them. Shout out to Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) This is one of the songs... That we play on WFAN, that whenever I hear it, I use it as the example. I'm like, American woman, Lenny Kravitz. Why is that even in the, like, rotation? But it plays every day. (laughs) Keith McPherson on the fan. Switch studios to the Cardinal Roberts studio. Fleagues behind the glass. We got two hours to talk through the sports and take your calls. I got to be honest. Something did not agree with me from dinner. I've been struggling with it. I'm not, you know, I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm not feeling that great. Like, I am like, I took some, like, acid and antacid tablets. But in between breaks, I'm like, I don't know what I got to do out of here. Like, like, do I got to puke? Do I got to hit the bathroom? I don't want to be vulgar. But just letting y'all know, if I end up breaking or disappearing... Because I'm not right. I don't know. I came in from the gym. My wife cooked. Her sister was over. I'm trying to think. They made some steak. The steak seemed like it was a little more than medium well. Uh, I don't know what else I had that might have caused this. But I'm like, (laughs) I got to push through these next two hours. So bear with me. Hopefully I can get through it. I think I can. It's late at night. But I'm like, man, I wish I could lay down. I feel sick. (laughs) Like. I don't know what it is. I've got the, like, burps. I've got the BGs, but I'm just hoping that it doesn't turn into me having the exit stage left. Anywho, I just put that out there before I do have to, like, make an escape. Let's reset the table here, reshuffle the deck. For anyone that might be tuning in now, maybe your shift started at 12. Maybe you weren't listening at 11, whatever. That's all good. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. Uh, We're mostly talking about... The football that just happened two days ago now. It's Tuesday, but Sunday. Uh, Lincoln Financial Field, the Niners were done as soon as Brock Purdy got knocked out of that game. I mean, for my watching purposes, I knew it was done. I just knew the morale of the team was shot. They already were riding off of this kid being undefeated as Mr. Irrelevant. And, you know, once he went down, 
you know, Fred Warner was hurt before that. Joey Bosa got hurt. Like, it's like the best players on their team were hurt. And that's something else I wanted to mention. I just looked at my notes. Like, people got to realize, like, it's a war of attrition, and it's it's a it's a it's a war. It's a it's a it's a battle out there. It's a tough game, and these guys have played since August. Um, these guys have taken a beating all year, and at this point in the season, it's like week twenty-two. Um, it's just about who's healthier. And who can play at a higher level because of their health? Like, all of these guys are hurt. That's why last week, when I heard about the Travis Kelsey stuff, um, one, I know that they use the injury report to, like, play games. Um, Two, at this point in the season, no one is 100%. Everyone is um, fighting through some type of injury, and it's just a matter of who can handle it. Patrick Mahomes said it was about pain tolerance, and it was about... You know, just toughen it out. There, There's one more game left. And you heard on both sides them keep saying one more, one more, one more game. So that's what we're talking about tonight, the games that we saw, what we saw. I think the theme coming out of the Niners-Eagle game was just bad luck for the Niners, right? They don't have a quarterback. Uh, you can't win without a quarterback. Brock Purdy was a great story, but he's a small guy. It was only a matter of time, right? The Dallas Cowboys were able to pressure him, but they weren't able to really sack him, really get to him, put a hit on him. Hassan Reddick had a free run at him, and he knocked him out of the game. And then his backup, who is like a journeyman backup that nobody wanted. I'm trying to find the stats because I'm pretty sure Josh Johnson played at University of San Diego against my school, Monmouth University, either his senior year or one of his last years. Like He didn't go to a highly touted school. They list him as 6'3", but he really looks like he's like 6'1". He's small. And they didn't have a shot once he got in the game. Like, the game is over once you're down to your fourth-string quarterback, really your, like, fifth-string quarterback who wasn't in camp with you, wasn't with you all season. And it's funny, I, I made the joke, where's Colin Kaepernick when you need him? Colin Kaepernick is washed. He would have been no better, in my opinion. Um, I don't know who they would have went to. There's they, they had no one. Um and you lose a game like that, and that's part of the game. Injuries are a part of the game. Staying healthy, protecting guys is a part of the game. So not not much to say about that. And I, you know, Young Josh said, I think the Niners would have won. No, nah, get that out of your head. Anyone thinking that Brock Purdy somehow leads them to a victory, it's a long game. He threw four passes, and I think he threw three before he got knocked out of the game. He completed that screen pass after he came back in, and he was just done. And the play calling changed. And the mood changed, and the demeanor of the team changed. You could see there was one point where they had a camera shot in the huddle, and you could see these guys were just trying to like tell Josh Johnson anything to try and I don't know get him going or whatever. But you know it was a chippy game, two tough teams, two defensive teams, and you you get a game where that was one of the worst games. I mean, honestly, both of the games this week could be argued as like two of the worst playoff games we've seen. When when the quarterback gets knocked out of a game, the other team doesn't have a, a, a chance. And you see Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance in plain clothes on the sideline, and Josh Johnson gets knocked out, and it's like, okay, who's the emergency quarterback? Christian McCaffrey, you're not going to win like that. And then the other game, the argument is the officiating. And how bad the the penalties were and how the game ended. And I know everybody might have wanted it to go to overtime for their bets. 
for the over to hit, for any prop bets you might have had. But that was a game for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to win. And the stage was set by Joe Burrow, Joe Thorough, Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr, and all the talk about Joe Cool and the shades and the cigar and how this kid's got ice in his veins. Yeah, he does, but he threw two picks. And he had opportunities in that game, and he didn't make the throws. And he didn't convert the the third downs into first downs. He was 26 of 41 for 270, one TD, and uh, two picks. And, you know, Jamar, Jamar Chase made a play when you needed him to, but ultimately they didn't have enough. And the Chiefs did on their home turf. And they couldn't wait to run to the podium and say, don't disrespect our field, don't disrespect our quarterback. Sent a shout-out to the Cincy Mayor, and the AFC champs are the Chiefs again, and they're going back to the Super Bowl. And uh, now when you look at the Bengals, they did all that talking. They never won a Super Bowl. They did all that talking. They lost the Super Bowl. They did all of that talking after advancing to the AFC Championship and then ultimately come up short again. So it's just a reminder, when you play in sports uh, at any level, but really at the highest level, you don't want to add bulletin board material. You don't want to poke the bear. You don't want to add a battery into the back of these elite athletes that are already motivated. You give them that extra, you know, that extra motivation to get it done. And Pat Mahomes was compromised. They should have beat him. They should have blitzed him more. They should have heated him up more. You know, he turned the ball over and he missed some throws. And you could tell is because he was on one leg. The guy was hobbled, but he's a goat. He's one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. He finds a way to win. He made that play at the end. That was Mahomes' magic. He runs, gets the first down, and I felt bad for this Joseph Osai kid, but, hey, you can't hit the quarterback. We've all seen that. As soon as they're in the white and they give themselves up, don't touch him, especially Patrick Mahomes. It's like the face of the league. You can't do it. And that adds the 15, and then Harrison Bucker hits a 45-yard field goal, and that's football, man. It's it's. It's there for you. It looks like it's going one way, and then it's not. So 877-337-6666. I'd like to get the conversation started on spring training because I feel like that's what we have to do. We have to mix in some baseball. We have to talk about the Mets, talk about the Yankees in any way that we can in these next two weeks before Super Bowl week. Like this week, it's Tuesday. I'm the first voice you're hearing on WFAN on Tuesday. I'm interested to see what... Sal does, what the morning show does, what Tiki and Tierney do, what Carton and Roberts do, because you got to either bring in some guests or some other topics. Of course, we're going to wait on the sports to sport. We're, you know, we're waiting on sports news, but this is uh, more so this week before next week. Next week is obviously the buildup to the Super Bowl, and you'll get media day, and you'll get some coverage from Arizona. But this week is the week where we don't have football, and uh, we can only talk about these two games for so long. So we'll do that tonight. And then uh, if I can sneak in some conversation around the Mets or the Yankees who are already heading down to get up uh, to get to their spring training sites and get everything set up because it's coming up. World Baseball Classic is coming up. Guys that are playing in that are reporting sooner. And uh, these rosters are not complete. Reminder to Yankees fans that are still worried about left field and trades. Uh, you know, those things can happen once guys get to throwing the ball and swinging in the bat. You know, once guys get into camp and they go through a couple games, these other GMs will start to see who they have and uh, maybe Cashman will work his magic then. He's done it plenty of times before. He's made plenty of moves in spring training before. 
And the Yankees have also gone into spring training telling you one thing and then a, another thing happens. You know, Aaron Boone, who's your starting shortstop? Gio Urshela. And then Gio's off the team. Okay, we got a few calls here. Let's see. Let's go to Zach in Rockville Center on the fan. What's up, Zach? Keith, what's going on, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, you know, I, I'm watching the, the, the Eagles last night. I don't think even if Rock Purdy stayed in, like you were just saying, I don't think they stood a chance. The Eagles are a, a absolute – they're vicious on both sides of the ball. That's probably the best way you can describe it. Yeah. And the Chiefs at the 31st pass defense in the league, I think they're going to get lit up. It's going to be – all 48, I feel like, is a lock because it's going to be a shootout. You know, they're going to score early, and they're going to have to compete with each other. Good. I, I'm I hoping for points, not to cut you off. I'm hoping for points and for people to hit anytime touchdown yeah, bets and – uh, for it to be an entertaining Super Bowl on both sides, and it comes down to the last possession. Yeah, same with me, man. Um, I also wanted to, I also wanted to congratulate on the Nets win. I didn't call you yesterday because I was a little sour about. It. Well, actually, you weren't on yesterday. I was actually looking for you. Maybe, maybe you were. On. I was gonna call you. I was pretty sour. Kyrie is incredible. I mean, you got a really good team there. As much as I hate to see it, I love basking in the net misery that is your. Well, actually, your misery isn't too bad. Evan's misery. Is real, and I like I like basking in it. You know, Evan's got some real fan misery. You got some misery as a Cowboy fan, you know, um, as a Yankee fan, as as myself. You know, you got some misery, but you don't. Expre- I don't know. You probably hurt the same way because you're a diehard fan like like me. You know, like Evan, and but his his pain is just real. It's a real deal. Um, the Yanks. Um, I I feel like the Yankees have a stink on them that they've had. For what the last eight years, and it's that they're going to be pretty good in the postseason. If they don't win the division, they'll, they'll they'll get the wild card, and then we go from there. But they're not going to hit, and they might pitch, but they're not going to hit. And that's the stink that they've had on for so many years. And even with Aaron Judge, um, you know, even with Gio going off in the playoffs, it it's it's never enough. They strike out. I I, I can see it in my head, first and second two out, second and third two out, bases loaded two out, high fastball strike three. Whoever, you know, I feel like that's what we're going to get again. What are they going to change? What have they changed? The staff <laughs> is the best staff in the league. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what, what they... Well, they hired a new hitting coach, a new assistant hitting coach. Oh, um, my God. It's not going to matter. It's just in the news, no. worth mentioning. You know, that's a fear that I think a lot of Yankees fans have. Uh, when I was walking into the ALDS, I had a video I put online where I was like, why don't they just hit this year? Why don't Why don't they just... Like, change the narrative and leave no doubt and hit. Like, the whole roster, the whole lineup, any anybody who's in there, like, hit the ball and don't be the same Yankees. It's like, we knew they had the pitching, right? We knew it wasn't going to be, oh, this is a year they don't have the pitching. This was a year yeah. where the Yankees went in with, with two all-stars and, and Cole and Nestor. Why couldn't they hit? I knew it was going to happen with Judge. You know, Judge hit 62 homers in the whole season uh, goes to this AL home run record, and I don't know, didn't expect him to carry the team through October like he did all the other months. Uh, right. go, going back to the Nets game, you know, yeah, Evan definitely, you know, I remember talking to Evan about it. Evan's just been a Nets fan longer, and Evan does right, watch. That's right. He watches right. every single Nets game. Like, back when the Nets weren't that good, I was not watching those games. I was not watching all those right. games. I was not putting myself – through the misery. There were so many Nets games in the more like recent time when they were even in Brooklyn where I stopped watching after the first half 
or I could tell when they when they were losing the game in the third. I didn't. But in this new 7-11 KD Kyrie era, I've been more locked in. And I, and I was locked in with D'Lo and those guys before. I don't know. I look at the Nets as like they're a good team. They're not a great team. And in the NBA, really? well, we'll, we'll see when KD comes back. And if they make a trade, like they've got, they've got a max contract player in Ben Simmons that they can't play. Yeah. He's either he, hurt. It, it hurts a ton. He's either hurt. I can't. Or he's like uh, he's a head case. Like he, he doesn't play. know he's he doesn't done. know when to shoot the ball. He doesn't know when to set a screen, pick and roll. Like he's just lost out there. So you know they took him on. They need to try and make a trade for another big and maybe a backup point guard. But like you said, Kyrie Irving is all world. What he did in that all fourth world. quarter, Nets fans knew it was coming because that's what he does. He goes Kobe Bryant Mamba mentality in the fourth to close out games. He got that. Yeah. From Kobe. I mean, he's his own guy, but we all know Kobe would tell guys, good game at the start of the fourth. Like, it's a wrap for you. Yeah. Like, we're closing you out. And Kyrie did that. Yeah, Amon Schumper's story. Yeah. Amon Schumper's story. Kyrie, Kyrie once again did that. He hit ridiculous shots. And the Nets win. And, and you know, for Nets fans, we're not even looking at, like, the Knicks is like, we're not, there's nothing to troll or make fun of. It's just like a complete shift in the narrative. These are basketball teams, and we can talk about attendance. We can talk about who runs the city. We can talk about fans, who's got more fans. Like, what matters at the end of the day is the basketball team in Brooklyn has beat the team in Manhattan for nine straight games three years in a row, and it's like that's got to be a nightmare because when the Nets were in New Jersey, it was like, oh, this is the New Jersey team. And then when they come to New York, they don't decide to be the New York Knicks again or the New York Nets again. They decide we're going to be Brooklyn and we're going to go up against the Knicks. And, yeah, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. It's going to take some time. We're going to build up our fan base and rebrand. And, I mean, if you look at it now, 10 years in Brooklyn, so far pretty good. The only thing they're missing is a long playoff run to the Eastern Conference Finals or the Finals. And we're hoping that can happen this year. We just screwed yourself with Prokhorov. That's what set you back. <laughs> I mean, uh, it is what it is, yo. They they made a lot of mistakes, coaching mistakes, uh, ownership mistakes, and I don't know. You're taking it as as it is now with KD and Kyrie, and you're hoping that they make the right moves to shore up this team. Nick Claxton has been great. Uh, They made a trade to get Royce O'Neal over here. He's been solid. The role players like Seth Curry and Joe Harris, the biggest thing I took out of the game against the Knicks, they they hit like 22 out of 50 threes. Like everybody was draining threes. And the Knicks just kind of shrunk in the moment. They did compete in the third to make it a game in the fourth. But we like we knew that was it. We knew that the Nets were going to close them out. And that's domination. Like the, the Knicks can't beat the Nets. So no matter what any Knicks fan says about the Nets or Nets fans, they can literally just point to the record. All I could do is talk about the fans. All I could do... Let's talk about you guys. Yeah, that's tough because, like, I, we understood that years ago, right? I was in there when, you know, tickets were 15 bucks, and other fan bases like the Lakers, the Celtics, the Miami Heat, and, of course, the New York Knicks right here would take over our building where you could say there were no Nets fans because when you went to those games, you couldn't hear Nets fans. You couldn't see Nets fans. But after 10 years, right, these kids that were eight when the Nets got here, they're 18 now. They can show up. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Every year, kids are deciding whether they're going to be Nets fans or Knicks fans in this city. And I understand the Knicks run New York, but we're not looking to run New York. We're looking to have a solid NBA franchise, more solid than we were in New Jersey, and have a solid fan base. 
And that's why it's Nets World, because worldwide there are Nets fans. We only need like 30% of the fans of NBA basketball in the city to be Nets fans, and that's going to seem like a split. I'll tell you this, there are definitely no Knicks fans across the country and like around the world. There are nope. Nets fans. Like I go to London, there's Nets gear in the Nike town. There's no Knicks gear. You, also, you got you got KD fans as well. Right. That's, that's, when you that's, have that's, the that star power of KD, Kyrie, even a Ben Simmons who's not good, like it, it attracts more fans in the NBA across the country, across the world. And now, like I said, these young kids here, they're, they're looking at the teams and they're picking up a number seven KD jersey. And that happens year after year. And in this town, it's New York Yankees, New York Mets, New York Giants, New York Jets. New York Islanders, New York Rangers, like the Nets just want to get to the point where there's a good amount of Nets fans that it looks like there's a split. And like I said, it doesn't have to be 50-50. If it gets from right right now, let's say it's 90-10, if it gets from that 10 to 30 in the next, I don't know, 30 years, it's going to look like there's a lot more Nets fans than there really is. And I had somebody online say to me, like, it'll always be a Knicks town. It's, it's the Knicks run New York, New York forever. And I'm like, you can't say forever, bro. Like if at the, at the rate that we're trending at the way this is going, these kids are choosing the Brooklyn Nets. Thanks for the call, Zach. I mean, that's not a conversation y'all really want to have with me. Not tonight. I'm not even feeling that great. I got uh, what do kids say? Tummy ache. These little kids that are picking the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn is way cooler. <laughs> it's not even a contest. Like the Knicks thought they were gonna wear those black jerseys in Brooklyn and get a win. <laughs> nah, don't wear those black jerseys in Brooklyn. The Nets wear black in Brooklyn. But we'll switch it up. We got plenty swag. We got plenty fits. We'll put on the white Basquiat jerseys. Go out there without KD, without Ben Simmons, Kyrie Masterclass, Nick Claxton showing off. Miles McBride tried to go up and dunk on Claxton. I was like, he must not have heard of him. Must not have, must not have done his research. That's Nick Claxton over there. He could be defensive player of the year this year. Let's keep it rolling. Mad Max was on the show Friday. He came in with a rant. It's later at night. I'm not sure how this is going to go, but go for it. Mad Max out in Limbrook on the fan. Hello, Max. Dr. Keith, how are you, my friend? Uh, I, I'm I'm doing all right as far as like my fandom and hosting the show, but like I am I'm not really well. Like as soon as we break, I, I might have to step out. Well, I, I I hope you're feeling better, sir, and I appreciate you taking my call before you run off. Maybe I could pep you up and fire you up a little bit. Um, <laughs> my cord, I pull my own cord. I'm always ready to go. I I uh I do sleep as hard as that is to believe. I'm just out hustling right now, uh, making some deliveries, uh, food deliveries, nothing yep. of the illegal sort. Well, um, whatever you're doing, do your thing. Get your bread. Yeah, and I uh, listen. Instead of listening to music, I was like, I want to talk to Doctor Keith, the man tonight. Listen, a couple points. I won't keep you too long. I all right. Listen about Nick. I'm a diehard Phoenix Suns fan. I'll tell you that story. The next time I call, I promise I'll tell you why. But I've been a fan since '91. The first basketball team I ever discovered was the Suns. So I fight with Nick fans all the time. They try to break my chops over the Suns when there's no rivalry there. Don't worry about Nick fans. I don't hate the Nets at all. I rooted for you in those two finals. Jason Kidd should have been MVP in 02. They gave it to Duncan when it was not warranted. Uh, anyway, Nick fans, it's because they're all half stupid, and that's the good half, and we'll leave it at that. I'll be at the game on Tuesday. We made the best team win. Uh, I'm not going to talk smack at all if we win. I'm not expecting to win. You know, 
But because every time I go in person, no matter how good the Suns are or bad they are, they they get annihilated. Uh, so that's that's the thing with Knicks fans, all good. Um, now baseball quickly, uh, and then I'll go to football, and then that's it. Um, baseball, another name I, I forgot to, uh, in my my anger the other night, I forgot to mention. I don't know why the Mets aren't taking a run at Yuli Gurriel. I don't know why. I, I would love to have him as a DH slash first baseman to split time with Pete. I think he's a, even at 38 years old. He's a significant upgrade over Daniel Vogelgut and Darren Bum. And the guy's got a batting title in 2021. Uh, he's got oodles of playoff experience and World Series experience. Uh, I, don't, I haven't heard anything about him, so maybe when we're done, you can maybe enlighten me. Maybe you've heard something, sir. But maybe is he still feeling the after effects of that concussion he sustained in game five against the Phillies? But I, listen, all the bats are gone now. The only one remaining I see that's an upgrade that would at least make me feel a little better about our status quo lineup is Yuli Gurriel. And number two, sir, as a Jet fan, listen, we play in New Jersey. We do not play in New York. We are New Jersey. So for all these Giant fans that are crying, oh, they put the Eagles colors up in our city. It's not your city. You play in New Jersey. You belong to Garden State, not the <laughs> Empire State. So stop crying. And I get it. New York City was taking a gamble by doing that. Like, holy, holy crap. Like, if the Eagles win, we got to flash Eagles colors. But I'm a Jet fan. It is logistically, it makes no sense to call us New York. We play in New Jersey. So do the Giants. It's a separate state with separate, with different geographical lines and different state laws. That'd be like, and the, the Angels do it too. They play in Anaheim and they call themselves LA. No, that's factually illogical. I will not get behind anything that doesn't make sense. It's like still calling the Dodgers. It's like, you play in Brooklyn now. You don't call yourself New Jersey. It's like you said the other day, I believe. If the Devils win, th- that that parade is in Newark. It's not down the Canyon of Heroes in Manhattan. Facts. And it's like the Dodgers. They don't call themselves Brooklyn anymore. So all you Giant fans crying, and I'm a Jet fan. We play in New Jersey. New York did not betray you because New York is not your city. Dr. Keith, be well, feel better, and I'm going to give you a Ric Flair that's for you, bro. God bless. Maybe I'll see you at the game Tuesday. If not, I'll give a call if you're on. All right, sir? Be well. God bless. Mad Max, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Not sure how I became a doctor. I definitely need a doctor right now, though. I don't know. I took those antacid tablets. I think that made it worse. But, yeah, back to what he was saying. Uh, Why do they call the Jets and the Giants New York? Because of history. They relocated to MetLife Stadium, Giants Stadium. But they're never going to take those names away because then what right like the new york gets a new team that plays where i don't know um what else do you say the phoenix suns i'm interested to know why he likes the phoenix suns they'll be in brooklyn tuesday i may be at that game maybe not we'll see and uh you know this empire state building conversation is cooked bros i don't know why y'all care it was already dis- the determined like whoever was going to win the super bowl they were going to do that right they I think what we're forgetting is that they followed it up with Kansas City colors. So, like this was a plan, and I heard I've heard all every type of thing around it. Um, and what I feel is that more people talking about it and reacting to it, it plays right into what they were trying to do. It's, we're talking about a building that they have a Twitter account for, where they tried to add some type of personality or brand voice. It's the Empire State Building, bro. Like, what? Why do you really care? Like, people are stretching it, dragging it, taking it too far. They're starting to talk about, like, the city is soft. and Nah, New York is still New York. They just, you know, have a building that they have run out of things to light up. I don't know. What was going on in New York Sunday that was more important than 
the AFC Championship and the AFC Championship. Um, the NFC champs were on there. The AFC champs were on there. Football is the biggest thing. And the headquarters for the NFL aren't far from the Empire State Building. So they entered into some type of agreement or marketing deal or whatever it is to light the building up. And I just think we wasted a ton of time talking about it over the last 24 hours. Here we are Tuesday now, and we can't get away from it. You know, what if the Giants were playing and they weren't, and they knew they weren't. So this was all decided uh, going into the game. It's not a big deal. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan. We got to take a break right now. I got 90 minutes left. General sports conversation. This is a late night sports talk on the fan. I will be right back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, we're back. Sorry for the delay. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh... I gotta get it together here as best as I can, but uh, sometimes things are out of your control, and uh, some, yeah, sometimes um, you eat dinner late before you go to work, and once that all processes, some doesn't agree with you, and I had to step out for a minute, but uh, I'm gonna take us. Uh, I can take us. I can get us to one, and Salicata is going to come up after that. So Salicata fans, rejoice! Keith McPherson fans, forgive me. I'm like trying to walk back what I ate today. I don't know what just triggered that, but uh, I feel like I got to lay down. Um, I'm going to take these calls. Let's try and roll through these calls uh, for the rest of the hour. Sorry about that, folks. It's literally something I was not expecting, and. Uh, I'm doing the best I can. Let's go to Steve and Hal on the fan. What's up, Steve? Uh, how you doing? I'm a, I'm all right. I've been better. It's funny. Uh, the last caller was calling me Doctor Keith. I'm like I could use a doctor right now. That's not great, but I you know no excuses. Play like a champ. Uh, so I had one, uh, two quick questions for you. First of all, if the Giants had to franchise one player, uh, who do you think they should do? Barkley or Jones? Daniel Jones. 
Um, yeah. My, I mean, my reasoning is, uh, you know, in, in this league, like with running backs, putting the franchise tag on a running back, uh, I, there's just so many running backs. If you're not ready to pay Daniel Jones yet, right, you know, you franchise him, I guess it's a little more than you would have been paying him. Uh, actually, it's a lot more than you would have been paying him with his fifth-year option. But you franchise tag him for a year, and you see if he can do it again. If he's a guy like, uh, you know, they did that with Dak Prescott in Dallas. It didn't really go well for them. They franchise tagged him twice, I believe, and then they ended up paying him $40 million a year, gave him the, the big contract. But if it's between, you know, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, franchise tag your quarterback. Got it. And also, I heard that other guy ask you about Rodgers and Favre. I wanted to know what you would think between uh, Daniel Jones and... Zach Wilson. Looks? Like who's a better looking guy? Better looking guy. I don't know. I'm not I'm not into guys, guys. Thanks for the call, Steve. <laughs> I'm like, I don't I don't I look at these guys and I look at their passer rating. I look at how they throw the football. I look at how, you know, they they play the game. I'm not I'm not looking at these guys for their hairstyles or like who's got a a better uh I don't know. I don't do that. Uh, it's not really something that crossed my mind. I'm trying to think about it. I I got no answer for you. I'm not. I don't. I don't look at Zach Wilson or Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers or Daniel Jones and compare their looks. I'm sure you know some people do, which is fine. But honestly, I got nothing for y'all with that. Like, who's a better quarterback? I got you. Who's a better runner? Who's a better thrower? Yeah, but. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not really rating these guys on a scale of like how hot they are. <laughs> Let's go to Fran in Buffalo on the fan. What's up, Fran? You got it. Yeah, good morning. You're coming in crystal clear without the Odyssey app in, here in Buffalo. But And I agree. When you got a good quarterback, you got to keep them. Running backs are a dime a dozen. But the reason why I'm calling in, we, uh, we hated losing Brian Dable here in Buffalo, but we know you picked up a good coach there, and he's definitely on his way to becoming a very good head coach and um just wanted to say i believe i heard where he's been named nfl coach of the year and we got to say congratulations we knew he had it in him awesome and great calling out there from buffalo bills mafia obviously you see the work that he did with daniel jones here and uh we definitely have had some conversations on this station about josh allen your guy losing brian dable um, well, we we lacked a little bit on offense this year, and it's going to take a year or two before we get going again. But and there will be changes. And um, running backs, like the previous caller said, are almost a dime a dozen. And we have a feeling we're going to be losing Singletary even this year. And who knows what? And there'll be changes definitely in the Buffalo. But the Giants are definitely, after so many rough years, are definitely on their way back. And we know uh, Dable can do it. Yeah, well, you guys drafted James Cook. You hope that he can turn into some type of version of Dalvin Cook, his little brother. And uh, I've heard some people float the idea out there that if the Bills are willing to spend, maybe Saquon Barkley is the guy that they go after. I doubt that, though, especially in that offense. I agree with you. Thank you very much. Have a good night, and I hope you feel better. Thanks, Fran. Appreciate it. I just like my – like – you know when your stomach is in that point where you don't feel safe being, like, outdoors? <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. I just am in that, like, 
unstable point where like I don't know how much time I have before this goes back to where I just was. Um, last call for me is going to go to Miriam in Forest Hills. I had mentioned that the Islanders fans got a good surprise yeah, today. Yeah, he's he's going to score goals. Oh, you forgot to list your pals the Devils, you know. And all the lists you went down, you forgot to list your pals the Devils. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hit on the Devils tonight because no. they're not playing. But that's uh, all right. He got sixty-six points. Islanders should have that many points. They're crushing it this year. My yeah. first year watching them, I'm pleasantly surprised yeah, and right. pleased. You'll be all right. They, Listen, they fight. They steal games. I the last week, so I know about how you feel. Yeah, it's just like it's not good. I'm honestly no, embarrassed <laughs> about it. It's like it's just I, no. Like, and like, I know how you this feel. mic yeah. tells the truth that you can you can hear it probably in my voice. Like I'm like uneasy right now. I know, no, I know the feeling. I got sick last week really bad, and I uh, have gotten over some of it, but some of it is still around. So I know the feeling. Listen, you're gonna be all right. Yeah, I know I'll be fine. But I got to host the show till. Well, I was hosting until two, but I think Sal is on his way here, so Sal yeah, will take over. Good. He's got my back, and Sal does a great job. He yeah, doesn't mind good. taking another hour. I I need to go home. I definitely yeah, the Islanders will be fine. Win a whole bunch of games. We'll get to the playoffs. We'll have nice hockey playoffs in New York. Yeah, all three teams being yeah, in, yeah. and then maybe if we can get some uh, rivalry going, some matchups where it's Rangers, Islanders, or. Devils, oh, Islanders, Rangers, it'll be great, and we'll definitely be, be covering wonderful. it on you, the you fan. Were, you weren't here in the 80s, but I can't I can't tell you what it was like to win four Stanley Cups. It was wonderful. Oh. I'm glad you have that. It's been oh, a long yeah. time for the Rangers and the Devils. Yeah, all right. It'll be fine, Keith. You hang in there. It'll be all right. And I'm a Nets fan, too, so the Nets will be good, too. So hang in there. Thanks, Miriam. Appreciate the call. I mean, I'm going to sign off here. This is super awkward and embarrassing. Thanks for listening, but I got to make sure I'm good. I got to go home because I got to come back tomorrow and host 7 to 12. And I don't know, folks. I'm just not feeling great. I don't know what I had, but something didn't agree with me. And that's all I've got. Salakot is coming up next. Thanks for listening. Sorry about it, but it is what it is. If you have a stomach, you probably can relate. Keith McPherson on the fan. That's all I've got. I'm out of here. Thank you. really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.